Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Hey, this is the national treasure, Nick Aldis, and you're listening to the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast. It's the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast. With the Enforcer. I believe they're called Enforcers, Gordon. I sell women's shoes. And the Stallion. Stallion, baby! I am not what you would call a handsome man. I'll kick you in the nuts and you'll smile at me and like it. All night! Welcome back to another edition of the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast. We are your host, he's the Stallion, I am the Enforcer. And if you're wondering why you enjoyed last week's show with Scott Keith from Scott's Blog of Doom so much more than you normally enjoy the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast, it's because I was not here. I, myself, being the Enforcer, I was out of commission last week on a four and a half hour conference call at eight o'clock at night in my real job. Um, so I would love to thank the Stallion himself and Scott Keith from Scott's Blog of Doom for manning the show last week. They did a fantastic job. And if you want to read wrestling reviews anywhere on the internet that aren't shitty, go to Scott's Blog of Doom. And the cool thing is, and I don't want to go into a soliloquy here, but like I was just watching Great American Bash 1986 and I typed in uh, Great American Bash 1986 reviews and the retro reviews that Scott Keith has on his website, dude, they're, they're the best, man. They're the only one I go to. Yeah, he's, he's done a lot of reviews for you know, over 20 years between WCW, WWE, and AEW, and he's got some other stuff from other promotions that he does, you know, from NWA old school. Yeah. Yep, yeah. Stuff from the network. So um, there's a lot of all the Clash of Champions. So, I mean, all those things you can put in his name and the name of a show, and you'll find his review from some point over the last, you know, two, two and a half decades. And yeah, it's cool to go back, and especially with the availability of the network, he's just doing random reviews all the time. So check it out, Scott's Blog of Doom. Um, it's the source for everything professional wrestling. If you are looking for a source for everything Survivor Series, well, here we are, buddy. Survivor Series right around the corner. Um, Survivor Series has traditionally been one of the big four pay-per-views, right? That was uh, Survivor Series, SummerSlam, WrestleMania and the Royal Rumble. Those were the ones that were historically the biggest 
WWE pay-per-views of all time. Survivor Series has fallen off of a fucking cliff in recent memory because, I mean, let's be honest here. We know the pattern. However many years in a row it is, it's like, all right, now SmackDown and Raw hate each other starting November 1st, right? And for all intents and purposes, there's no rhyme or reason for the SmackDown versus Raw angle. And it, I, I thought they settled this on bragging rights. Wasn't that the point of bragging rights back in the day? I think there, there was a bragging rights show at one point in time. Yes, we had similar, similar concept, Team Raw versus Team SmackDown. Um, last year, there was NXT involvement. So all these matches were triple threats. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. And apparently... This year, there was a rumor that there was the plan was supposed to be where Retribution was going to be in one of these, and they were going to have a match against Team Raw, and they were going to maybe not do the Raw versus SmackDown concept this year to change it up, but that did not happen, so here we are. Yeah, um, last year, this is when we got that Adam Cole versus Daniel Bryan match on SmackDown, right? Was that this time? Yeah, I think that was around this time last year, um, where a lot of the NXT guys were showing up on Raw and SmackDown. And Cole went on a tear and he had like four. Wasn't he on, he was on NXT pay-per-view, NXT, SmackDown, Raw, and Survivor Series, I think all in like a stretch of like seven days. Yeah, I think, I can't remember all the matches, but I think that he was in a War Games match where he took that crazy bump off the top from (laughs) Ciampa. Um, He wrestled on SmackDown against, I think Daniel Bryan, like you said, if I'm not mistaken. And then he... I think he wrestled Pete Dunne at Survivor Series in just like an NXT title match on the show. So I had to go back and double check all those things, but that's what I remember. So yeah, he had a lot of matches going on in like a week, a week or so span. Yeah, I mean there was the uh, the summer of Punk fifteen years ago. Last uh, last year was the fall of Cole, and uh, oh, that's cool. They probably should have went with that, or did something, or if they're going to bring him up to the main roster. But here we are. He's fucking feuding with a punter. But regardless, let's get to uh, Survivor Series and this week's hashtag wrestle wages. So what we are now, the pandemic has forced us all to behave differently. How are Joe and I behaving differently? We've become degenerate scumbag gamblers. True or false, Joe? No, that's true. Yeah, so that's what we do. We, uh, we waste a lot of money. We used to waste a lot of money on frivolous bets, not knowing we were betting on. And there, lo and behold, comes pro wrestling, something that you and I know everything in the world about. So if you are looking to make some money this week on Survivor Series, head over to wrestlingheadlines.com at WP. True, and where you could bet on the... Oh, bet online. Bet online. Yeah, that, that org is it? Is it uh, non for profit? What is that? <laughs> I think it's betonline.gov. Yeah, that's probably it. Bet betonline.ag. That's what it is. Oh uh, yeah, so betonline.retro Anthony Green. Uh, yes, betonline.ag where they have um, the bets. Now, <laughs> sorry. I'm gonna send everybody that screen cap when you told me they changed Retro Ag's name. Like, what is he, John Blue? And you're like, close. August Gray. I'm like, no, really, what's his real name? <laughs> it was so unbelievable. But um, that's, so that's what we're going to do. We're going to give you the lines for the show this week. Who's the underdog? Who's the favorite? And who's going to win and why? And guess what? The best part is, since I don't watch Raw or SmackDown, I can take my emotional investment completely out of it, and I can use my head to tell you guys how to make money. Because when my head's in the game, 
I'm in. When my heart's in the game, I'm pulling for fucking Eddie Kingston, which, <clears throat> to be fair, when okay, I know you're going to take me to task on that because that was technically my, my best bet a couple weeks ago. It was, but then I, I, put a, I put a disclaimer. I put a little top carrot asterisk, and I said my, emotionally my best bet is Eddie Kingston, but my real best bet would be Darby Allen at plus – I think he's like plus 170. Sure enough, Darby Allen came through, and our picks on that show were pretty uh, pretty spot on, Joe. Yeah. Uh, overall, I think we did well on picks, and, um, you know, I think I forget. I think my best bet was MJF, which wasn't really that, you know, big of a stretch, but you know, that ended up coming through, and we did real well on our picks. But, yeah, Survivor Series is this Sunday, November the 22nd. Um, it is six matches currently on the card. So we're doing this on Thursday. So there are still a couple of members of the Survivor Series teams, specifically for SmackDown, that are have not been named yet. So we're going to be making that, that those those two picks without knowing the full team. But we'll just kind of you know have to you know when they book stuff literally like a day or two before. There's only so much we can do. So. Um, so, I mean, I'll start, I guess we'll just start right off with the, the first match. So obviously people that are familiar with Survivor Series or with the way they're doing it lately, there's these teams matches and there's also the champion versus champion matches on these brands. So the first one we have is the Raw Women's Champion Asuka versus the SmackDown Women's Champion Sasha Banks. Uh, right now, Sasha Banks is a favorite at minus 160 and Asuka is at plus 120. You want me to go first in this one, huh? You know, now you gave me that interlude. You let me. Whatever makes you happy, buddy. I'm just here, you know. Asuka, you said Asuka's a favorite in this, correct? Asuka is the underdog. She is plus Asuka's 120. The... Oh, sorry. Asuka's plus, plus one. Yeah. You Sasha know, Banks, minus 160. I could see. Here's, here's where I'm going with this one. We're going to go with the underdog. We're going to take Asuka at plus 120 here. So $100 makes you $120 plus your original $100 back. So we're going to take Asuka here. And the reason why we're taking Asuka is one name. One name only, Carmella. I feel like Carmella is going to have a little bit of an influence in this match. Um, I don't, I don't think Oscar should be losing here, and you can get away with Sasha Banks losing due to outside interference. I think it's it's tough when you do these shows because you want to make actually they don't. No, you know what? It'd be tough for you and I to book these fucking shows, Joe, because we would want to keep our champion strong. It's not tough for the WWE because they have uh, the memory of a tick, of a fruit fly, of a deer. Of, of, of a deer tick, possibly. One of those Lone Star ticks that if they bite you, you can't have meat anymore. That's what they have. So you're, we're not supposed to remember things. So I can't think like I would think or like you would think or like traditional booking would do. So I'm going to go with Asuka here in the upset due to interference from Carmella. Yeah, I think I'm going to agree with you on that. I uh, The thing with Asuka right now is I don't really know that she has a feud going on raw so the thing with banks is that she does right she she's moved from bailey now onto carmella so my gut would say to go with oscar here um and you know get the win over banks and maybe they'll further the storyline with with sasha and carmella so we'll go with we'll go with asuka this is a non-title match, correct? Yes. Every, all of these are non-title. It's just, like you said, champion versus champion, so that somebody comes out looking weaker. Um, we have next Bobby Lashley, the United States champion, versus Sami Zayn, the Intercontinental champion. Bobby Lashley is a big favorite here at minus 325. Sami Zayn at plus 215. 
Can I read you Sami Zayn's tweet from earlier today? You can do whatever. This is your show. You can, we can do whatever you like, my friend. This is there's no at no at Sami Zayn tweeted this. No I hear that as United States champion, Bobby Lashley is working on a new finishing move called the American Way, where he sets up a base on my property, destroys my home, has his friends take whatever is left, then says he did it for freedom and makes me out to be the bad guy. Hmm. You know, Bobby Lashley is going to do something else very American on Sunday. And that's a win. Bobby Lashley is going to dominate and destroy America's hat lover, Sami Zayn, in clear, concise fashion. Bobby Lashley is in the hurt business, and business is booming. Let's get to the alehouse, fellas. <laughs> I, I, I also agree. I think, I think Bobby Lashley will win this. Um, like you said, the hurt business has been pushed as a pretty, pretty decently strong faction on Raw. And I think... You know, Zayn is more of kind of like the chicken poop type heel, where he you know talks a lot of smack. And uh, I don't, I don't know. I, if I'm if I'm thinking in Vince McMahon's head, right, he's he probably would put over a guy like Bobby Lashley over same someone like Sami Zayn. So just in terms of he prefers the bigger athletes. You know, Zayn was away for a while because of the COVID. I'm sure Vince has some uh, some reservations about about that. So that's my I'm going to go with Bob Lashley as well. I feel like you want to play something, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stop talking. Is that, uh, is that I hope it came across good. It was America, fuck yeah, from oh, okay. uh, uh, Team America World Police. So, <laughs> okay. Um, but I, yeah, you know what? I totally forgot about the whole Sami Zayn COVID situation. And you know as well as I do, Vince, that doesn't sit uh, nicely with Vince. Sami Zayn's not a team player. And he looks and like shave off Ara now with um, everything going on. So I'm going to say, uh, yeah. Let's just say we got the hurt. And who's uh, – Sammy's – is he still by himself or is he with Cesaro and Nakamura? I don't know anymore. I think – I don't know anymore. Because he they, they were together and then the pandemic kind of – Cesaro and Nakamura became a team. Um, I don't know if – I really don't know if they're together anymore because I have not watched SmackDown. So, sorry. Well, I know sorry. who's with Bobby Lashley. That's MVP, Shelton Benjamin, Cedric. Motherfucking hurt business. God, I love them. So next, let's go to the uh, the tag team match. It is the Raw Tag Team Champions, the New Day, versus the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, the Street Profits. People may remember them from just handing each other the belts on an episode of television right after the the draft. So uh, you know, good both babyface teams here, but uh, switched switched brands and then just you know went ahead and. Switch those titles. So I feel like people really need to watch the show to see your face when you were delivering like that match. Like it was just, I don't want to say contempt or disdain, something that's in between not caring at all and unbridled rage. So like you were right in the middle, like you were right, you were right there. Uh, I don't know. I don't care. I, I, I think uh, yeah. uh, there's no biggie. They're really trying to make Woods and Kofi stand out on their own. Plus, kudos to them for, I believe, the new Gears of War. They are uh, DLC, downloadable content in that huh. game. So that's, uh, that's pretty cool. So maybe they're going to push the DLC Gears of War thing. So I'm going with the New Day. Spoiler, this is not my best bet. 
I didn't give you the, the lines, but it's actually even. So they're both both teams are minus 120. So there is no betting favorite right now. I'm going to go with Street Profits only because I think New Day's been around so long. I, I know that they've split off from Big E now, but they've been around so long. I think that, you know, really they, they should probably put over the newer, younger team here. <laughs> the newer day? Um, That's what you're going to say. Yes, so I, I think I'm going to go with the street profits here. I'm, I'm taking the street profits. Uh, let's go. go I'm ahead, sorry. I just on paper, I think it should be a great, uh, very good match too. Okay, I, I I agree. I agree. I think it is going to be a good match. Well, let's go to the women's Survivor Series match because this one's a little bit uh, still up in the air. Team Raw has been named. So Team Raw is Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Lana, Lacey Evans, and Peyton Royce. Uh, who recently replaced, I believe, Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose in, in on the team. Is so cool names like the old um, Survivor Series, like the Hulkamaniacs and the Warriors, stuff like that. I'll try to come up with something as I as I do this. How about um, most likely to botch a spot? Okay, yeah. Okay. Team Stiff. <laughs> no, that's probably not good. All right, Team SmackDown is Bianca Belair, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, and two members, TBD. So that is that is the five on five. SmackDown still has two members to be named. Uh, right now, the betting line shows that Team SmackDown somehow, with only three people named, is a minus one seventy, and Team Raw is a plus one thirty. Well, I know Vince McMahon. I've watched his product for quite some time. You know how he likes his steak. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Yeah, with ketchup, fucking weirdo. Um, I'll tell you this: I'll, I'll, I, he really, he really does. He loves ketchup on steak. Um, there's going to be a sole survivor in this match, and it's going to be Lana. As per, she's been put through a table 106 weeks in a row because Rusev left to WWE. I can foresee it coming down to let's say Lana and Ruby Riot. And Nia Jax comes back out, puts Lana through the table, disqualifying Ruby Riot, giving Team Raw the win. Not for nothing, if they don't do that, I think they're really missing the boat because I think that is a creative, hilarious, and continuing the Lana going through a table storyline. So I'm going to go with the underdogs here on the Raw team. I agree. I'm going to go with Team Raw here as well. I think that Nia Jax and Shayna at least have been push to some some extent at least is is looking strong and part of that is because of the whole (laughs) the table breaking thing Uh, the only thing with smackdown is i just hope that they at least if they're going to eliminate bianca belair that they make her look strong or or give her some victories during this match because i think really she's someone that they should continue to be featuring on that show so hopefully they do that but i'm also going to go with with team raw well, they did that in the Royal Rumble, right? They made her look pretty strong the entire way in the Royal Rumble and then did absolutely nothing with her. Yeah. So, whatever. But, yeah, That's I think... Going. So, uh, before, I guess we'll go with the, the champion versus champion. So, Drew McIntyre from Raw, who is now the WWE champion, just recently defeated Randy Orton, is going to be facing Roman Reigns, the universal... Blue, the Blue Universal champion on, uh, on SmackDown. So... The piece is back. The betting line is Roman Reigns favored at minus 250, Drew McIntyre plus 175. 
I mean, with nothing on the line, who gives a shit, right? Like, it's it's sad to say, but like it doesn't it doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things. There are no stipulations on any match except for the quote unquote bragging rights. That's why people cared about Vince Russo booking because every angle, every match, whether it was on a fucking pole or not, like it, it meant something in the grand scheme of things. You know as well as I do, once Sunday's over. Drew's going to go back to Raw. Roman's going to go back to SmackDown. And they're going to be cutting promos like nothing ever happened. They're going to return to their feuds. Um, I I don't think you could have Roman lose um, because of how strong the tribal chief is looking. I'm sure Jay's going to be out there with him. I foresee a Randy Orton RKO run-in to continue this never-ending Randy Orton versus Drew McIntyre storyline. So I'm going with Homan Haynes on this one. I'm also going to go with Roman Reigns. I think, you know, Drew Drew McIntyre had a very strong run as the champion in terms of he didn't lose a lot, really. I think he didn't lose at all until Orton pinned him on an episode of Raw in a tag match, and then he ended up losing to him. Um losing the title to him recently and then he just won it back. So, but uh, Roman having recently come back and turned heel, I just, I would not pin him here. I don't think there's any reason to do that. Drew really shouldn't be pinned either, but I think if they're going to have somebody lose, it probably would be him. Um, So I think that, and like you said, it could be something where Orton gets, gets involved or someone else from raw could get involved and kind of screw screw McIntyre up a little bit. So I'm going to say Roman Reigns wins this as well. So that leads to, right. I'm I'm sorry. Like you have to, to preserve the same thing we said in the, um, in the, in the women's match. Like you can't, what I'm just, yeah, no, I hear you, buddy. That's, okay. It's frustrating. All right. And the last match we have on the card is team raw versus team SmackDown. So, uh, team SmackDown is still missing one member, but we'll, we'll get to that team raw is AJ styles, Keith Lee, Sheamus, Braun Strowman and riddle against SmackDown, uh, the team of Kevin Owens, Jay Uso, King Corbin, Seth Rollins, and one person to be determined, which I believe is rumored to be Biggie. Hopefully it'll be Biggie because it would be nice to feature him on this show if they want to push him as a singles on SmackDown. So hopefully that'll be the case. That is the teams. Currently, the betting line for this is Team Raw favored at minus 180. And Team SmackDown at plus one forty. Man, I'm I'm kind of speechless uh, when it comes to this show because one of your biggest pet peeves are matches and title like um, guys that are champions getting pinned with no reason for them to get pinned in like uh, on non-title matches, and I feel like this this show is just littered with. Garbage. Just question mark. Hot garbage. Yeah. Which sometimes uh, the wind blows garbage in my face. Uh, <laughs> so, um, I feel like one name I didn't hear at all during this show, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, was Daniel Bryan. Correct. Not named on this show. Is there any reason? Is he hurt? Is there any reason for no Daniel Bryan? I don't know. I think he he was not on SmackDown for a while. Then he's been back. He's been rumored to have a feud with Roman Reigns next to be his next challenger, but I don't know that's officially going to happen. I think the last thing I remember them doing significantly with him was when Jey Uso turned to join Roman. And I think they destroyed 
Daniel Bryan um, a couple weeks ago. So I don't know if that's the reason why or not, but yeah, he's on the booking committee now. So he's got, you know, he's got other things to figure out. It's a, Oh, the writing team, I guess is what it's really what it's called. So my mistake. I am so not confident about this, but when I look at all of the wrestlers, I'm sorry, <clears throat> superstars hmm. on both of these teams, there are certain people that stick out to me that I think should not be pinned and should not lose. Hmm. The number one guy that sticks out to me is Keith Lee. Keith Lee, I don't know what they've been doing with him. Um, I don't think it's been good. But I think he's a guy that should be featured in this match. So I'm going to go with Raw winning only because I believe Keith Lee should not lose. But then again, I'm trying to apply logic. I think Dove Davidoff said this best. I'm trying to apply logic into a situation in which no logic exists because it doesn't matter to them right? Like who, who loses or gets pinned. It's not about looking strong. It's about throwing together whatever you can do for a fucking match without any, without caring about what happens. So as far as I know, the, 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 the fucking last guy could be swoggle fresh off of his Vegas trip and he might get the win. I have no idea, but in my mind, Keith Lee is the guy that you have a team of Keith Lee and Braun fucking Strowman. Those guys should not be losing. So I'm going with team raw. I'm pissed off. Suck. I'm going with uh, Team SmackDown, and uh, this is actually going to be my best bet for the show. <laughs> it is SmackDown is uh, plus 140 on the show. They're going to be my best bet, and I'm just going with that based off of the fact that from what I've seen on Raw, they've painted the whole picture of this Raw team as guys who don't get along. There's been some comedy gimmick uh, stuff. Riddle got pinned this week on, on Raw because of the team not getting along and stuff like that. So I'm going to go with, with that, that it will kind of almost be some sort of comedic style situation where AJ you know, is left, to, left out there to, to rot. And I think with Team SmackDown, you know, there's guys on that team that you know, they should get, make sure that they get put over pretty good too. And I think Big E is one of those guys. I think Jey Uso is another one of those guys. Um, so... I'm going to go with Team SmackDown, even though they're the underdog, and I'm going to make Team SmackDown my best bet for the show. Okay. It's a strong take. I like when you say things like that with conviction because it always sways me. I'm not going to change here. Um, I'm going to stick with Team Raw. I'm not confident about um, really anything we've talked about on this show at all. So as far as best bets go – I'm going to go with Asuka. I think she is the lock of the night for me, and she's the only one that I could see a clear path as to why she should not lose. She should not lose because she has nothing to gain from losing. Sasha Banks has things to gain from losing if she's lost for the right reason, and that reason is to continue a program with somebody you're trying to push named Carmella for some unknown reason. And not for nothing, is what well, the fuck is retribution? Corey Graves. Um... They were actually, so on Raw this week, they were the team that beat, I think it was Riddle, Sheamus, and Strowman, maybe? Um, actually, well, I guess it was four on four, probably. I don't know, dude. I don't watch the whole show anymore. But Riddle got pinned in that match, so Retribution actually won the match. Um, 
So I if it was three on three or four on four, but uh, Retribution won the match. AJ Styles was on commentary, and Riddle was pinned because of distractions and stuff going on on the uh, on the outside. So. so let me get this straight: the, the Job Squad that hasn't won anything beat the team that's supposed to look strong going into the pay per view mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on Sunday. Uh-huh. Okay, it's the one. Interesting. All right. It's the one, buddy. This is, um, this is, Joe, this isn't good. I'm Maybe just going to call. Keithley. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's not good. But uh, you know what? That's, that's it. So your best bet, Asuka, my best bet is the, the men's team SmackDown for this week. And uh, that's it. That's the, that's the show, man. I think our best bet shows, they've really been skyrocketing in the ratings. I think people are really, you know, listening in to figure out what, where to bet and, uh, and who to bet on. And it's all thanks to you, buddy. It's all thanks to you and your expertise of uh, professional wrestling and sports entertainment. Coincidentally enough, both of our best bets this week are underdogs. So maybe you and I know something that the odds makers don't. And while I'm talking about we know things, I'd like to congratulate FTR uh, for being the number one tag team in the PWI top whatever it was, their first ever tag team um, issue. I don't know if you saw that, Joe. But uh, FDR is number one. Good for them. Um, And, you know, I'll be watching Survivor Series 1989 on Sunday. Um, You know, we'll be watching the show. I just want to see if my predictions are right. Because once, like I said, once I took the heart out of it, like the Grinch, heartless, don't give a fuck what happens, but just think, think about it. My predictions have been better. So I know... On the WWE website, the we're hiring, they're hiring a new creative content writer. I, I can't think of two better guys for the job. The only problem is we're going to do these weird things, like have storylines that make sense. And, um, you know, the, I, I know if you want to, just go to WWE.com, fill out the application. You don't need to know shit. Just look at who was on there right now. Bruce Pritchard doesn't know his ass from his elbow, as my uh, grandfather would say, but... That's really all we've got to say about that. We do have a couple of cool things coming up. I know uh, Ring of Honor just announced Final Battle um, for December 18th. You and I were talking about that. I'm really looking forward to seeing Ring of Honor. I think their weekly shows have been great. The Ring of Honor Pure title tournament was fantastic. It was wrestling the way wrestling should be. And when you're getting praise from Jim Cornette in the year 2020, and it's not doesn't have to do with any kind of rally of sorts. I think, uh, you know, things are good. So kudos to Ring of Honor, Joe. You really, you know, you, you forced my hand into watching that. You kept reminding me about it. You said it was good, and I, uh, I have not looked back. So congrats to Ring of Honor for really putting on some good shows and having us look forward to their pay-per-view coming up next month. Yeah, yeah. Should be uh, some interesting stuff happening in December between that um, NXT War Games and, you know, some other whatever. Would you- I think, I guess – the TLC. I don't know what review it is that WWE has at this point. So I don't really. Seasons beatings, Clash of the Champions. Seasons beatings. Actually, WWE should be um, should be bastardizing Starcade at some point soon. They seem to do that every year. Uh, what did you call War Games right before we got on the show? Snore Games. There it is. And for the stallion himself, I am the enforcer. This is another edition of the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast. Remember, you could follow us everywhere at All Night Long WP, and don't forget. If you're looking for some uh, gifts this holiday season, check out our friends over at Born Scum Clothing. Use our promo code all nights long. You get 10% off your entire order. They have hats. They have hoodies. They have T-shirts. They're small business for the working man by the working man. Keep hardcore negative. We're tapping out.